Ryan Yee. Hello and welcome back to Eventide Radio. This is a fan-made Destiny podcast where we have roundtable discussions about a variety of topics concerning the popular video game franchise. At its core, this show is about having in-depth discussions about the game from a variety of different perspectives. I'm your host, Scotty, and with me are co-hosts Rob and Robbie, and today we have a very special guest on. We have a community artist and developer, not for Destiny, but for other things. Sketch Matters, also known as Bryce. So he's done some very cool artwork in the past. Uh, he's got a very cool Twitter page. That's how I found him. He's got a bunch of cool artwork. And um, he's quite talented, and we decided it would be nice to have him on the show. So, Bryce, uh, what you been up to this week in Destiny? So I have been uh, grinding for Pinnacles mostly um, because I want, I'm trying to get to, what is it, 16,000, whatever? Whatever um, the cap is. Yes, the cap. I'm trying to get to cap so that I can do Master Vow because nice. I really want the pin. And I'm running out of time to get it. <laughs> Got it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so then we'll go through Rob and Robbie. We'll talk about what you guys are up to this week in Destiny. Then we'll interview you. We'll talk about some Destiny. So Rob, what have you been up to this week in Destiny? Yeah, so I uh, finally got my third legend in comp. So now I'm officially unbroken. Uh, so that was kind of... Sub- I did not think I was going to be able to pull it off. But at the start of Witch Queen, I was like, darn it, I want to earn this so i finally got that that third reset uh and then i have been running master king's fall uh with our with my clan and we've been actually been able to do most of the challenges multiple times because we have there's like eight or nine of us that are trying to get the the title so there's a few of us that are running it twice each week uh as as brutal as it is uh but we just did war priest on master and uh it's pretty fun. It's it's definitely rough. We'll talk about King's Fall and Master and thoughts on that and kind of the unfortunate rinse and repeat that the Master raids are kind of in the state of right now, but still just been just been grinding trying to get to 1600 as well just so it makes the that experience a little bit easier cuz it's definitely like if you're below 1590 like you feel it um and we'll it, it can be now, yeah. it can be pretty brutal. So yeah, you got you definitely got to grind. I know it can be done like one of our guys I think was like 1584 uh but we had him running div the entire time because that's like the only consistent way we could get damage output correctly so sure uh but yeah so doing doing a lot of comp which i'm like i need to take a break on pvp now for a while uh and then doing some some raids and then getting kind of ready for uh gms next week so that's me sweet robbie what have you been up to this week I've actually been doing something kind of strange, and oh. I know I know you guys like it's gonna sound bad, but like I'm not the kind oh. of guy who goes into game files and things like that, right? Also, I play on Xbox, but mm-hmm. you guys know that I like to uh, play uh, guitar and and record music and all those things, right? And one little project I've been doing is uh, trying to record uh, gun sounds. Oh. From from guns, yeah, to to kind of do like a little uh, destiny, little bit of you know remix kind of music thing. I don't know, like um, like gun sync videos for like, <laughs> Call of Duty and stuff. But see, the the thing is that, and I please someone send us a tweet or something. But I have been having the hardest time trying to find a place in Destiny that has like no background noises. 
just to hear the, the oh, sound yeah. of the guns. Like wherever you go, even if it's like a private PvP map or something, you'll hear like, you know, cracking pipes and this and that. So yeah, it's it's been like a, a bit of exploration here and there, trying to find like a quiet place in the Destiny universe and uh, I'm still yet to find it. That's cool. so that's so like philosophic, like trying to find a place that's quiet in the Destiny universe. It's like yeah, when when there's aliens constantly trying to kill us, I don't know if there is a quiet place in the universe. So yeah, oh, even when deep. I'm alone, it's not quiet. Yeah. I feel like you might have a good uh you could probably go to the Vow Pyramid. Oh yeah. That might be quiet because like there's no it's it's very, very quiet in the pyramids. In like the hallways, especially between like encounters and stuff. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that, I mean, I'll, I'll have to try that one. But yeah, it's some places that you even like, you know, in your head you remember as being incredibly quiet. Once you're actually there alone and you know trying to do some recording, it's not. It's not at all. It's it's actually very surprising, and yeah, it makes me appreciate more the everywhere. amount of like. Uh, design that is thrown into like the spaces and and you know having the sounds and all these things it's it's great i think bungie always does amazing with with noises i think uh king's fall has some of the best because there's like constant like ambient screaming and like just sounds like things are just getting like (laughs) murdered and shredded apart all the time (laughs) that's That's good but it's creepy yeah (laughs) all right so let's get to get to know you bryce so I won't speak for you, but I'm just going to ask questions. So who are you? And you just in a few sentences, just give us a brief background of who you are uh, and, you know, what your role is in the context of the Destiny community. Yes. Should I start from the very beginning? Because, like, I, I have a very long history with, like, go for it. stuff. Go for yeah. it. Whatever, whatever, however you want to explain it, go for it. I have a long history with Bungie games. Um, back when I was a kid, I started with, uh, playing video games on like the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, which I know that's not Destiny, but it is related to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because I, I would play like a lot of Pokemon and stuff like that and other kids' games. And my first experience with the Bungie game, um, what happened is I went to a family friend's house and they had two kids. And these kids had Xbox games, and I didn't have an Xbox at the time. So they introduced me to a game called Halo Combat Evolved, and they immediately threw me into the flood level. <laughs> um, the library, or whatever it was called. <laughs> it wasn't the library. It was um, the one before that. Like, I mean, the flood level before. Okay. The very first, the very first flood level. Gotcha. Um, where like you see all this like like you go through the map and like there's all this blood on the wall and you're like what the heck happened here? <laughs> they were, they're were very obviously trying to scare me, but it did not work because I <laughs> I fell in love with that game. I I had grown up with all these kids games, so like this is the first like I I guess real game that I played, not real game, but you know a game with like a structured story and like characters and things like that. It's not just something tailored to kids. And sure. for me, that that changed everything because I, I freaking loved it. Um, my mom was not happy to find out I had played a, an <laughs> M-rated game when I was like 10 years old or whatever. But um, so I after that, I, I never I still didn't get an Xbox. Um, so I had no way to keep playing it. But I found out that someone else in my family did have an Xbox and they had Halo 2. 
So I would go like every summer I would go to their house just just to play that game, which I feel very guilty about now. But like I loved Halo 2. I would always go through like the flood levels and the Arbiter levels. And it was just great. Like I have I have a soft spot in my heart for Halo. Um, Me too. And and then like later on, after I'd, I played the heck out of Halo 2, I found out that they were making a new game called Halo 3. <laughs> and... <laughs> Finish the fight. Yes. And like, that was the first time I had ever seen like, like a game uh, currently in development. Like, because I mean, like Pokemon doesn't, it doesn't really, I don't, I feel like it doesn't generate the same amount of hype that Halo 3 did. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Halo 3 was like kind of a blockbuster event. Yes. Yes. That was the first time I'd ever experienced something like that. So like, Mm -hmm. I finally got an Xbox. I finally got Halo 3. Finally got my own Halo game. (laughs) And so I played the heck out of that. And at some point, I, I think I for the first few months, I was only playing single player because I didn't have uh, online multiplayer. Um, but eventually I did get multiplayer or Xbox Live. And I, was, I started playing that. And I met someone in Halo 3. And his name is Sam. And like, we, we've just been playing the Halo games ever since. And like, he's awesome. He's amazing. Like, I, he's the kind of person I, I want to be. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. just so great. Did you play yeah, Reach? I, yes, yes. I, Wait, I continued on ODST, to... are you going to like skip over one of the best <laughs> games ever? <laughs> ODST really is good. It's, it's amazing. Fantastic. I'm sorry, but I had to, you know, sneak know. that I, in. I'm sorry. You're right. It, yeah. It, it does not deserve skipping. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let me, let me, let me say this. Um, so, uh, I got Halo 3, played that for a while, got Reach. Uh, sorry. ODST is, af- is before oh, yeah. Reach. so so yeah i got i got my own xbox i got halo 3 i finally had my own halo game um and uh after that i just kept playing more like i played halo uh, halo 3 odst i played reach and then eventually bungie announced destiny and i was so hyped for that i remember like i was tuned into every uh news post about it that they're making like reading everything i could about what they were doing I played that for a month. I like I did all the story stuff. I did. Uh, I was there for Vogue, um, when that first dropped, and I essentially played Destiny for about a month before I had to go to college. So in a moment of panic, because I it was my first time going to college, I ended up selling my Xbox so I couldn't oh, play no. Destiny anymore. And then after that, I I didn't play any of Destiny, Destiny One. I like I missed out on all the all the DLC stuff that I heard that was so great and I I still regret that to this day cuz I I wish I had been there from the beginning but at some point while I was in college they announced Destiny 2 and I I don't even know how that got on my radar but as soon as I found out I was like okay I, D- Destiny 1 was okay and I but and I didn't do I didn't know anything about the DLC at the time so I didn't realize how much it had improved but I was like I want to give Destiny 2 a chance. I want to give Bungie a chance again because I loved Halo so much. Uh, and when I did play Destiny 1, it was it was fun, even though I didn't get to do a lot. Um, so I ended up buying Destiny 2 for the Xbox again. Well, so back in Halo 3, I had met a friend um, who I've never even met in person, but uh, we've been friends for like over 10 years. <laughs> Um, and his name is Sam and he's, he's, he's great. He's an amazing person. He, at some point we had exchanged phone numbers and I think he like messaged me out of the blue 
And it was like, hey, where are you? We haven't played in a while. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just in college doing stuff and <laughs> don't really have time for games anymore. Um, also don't have the money for an Xbox because at the time he was ex- he was only playing on Xbox um, because all of his friends only played on Xbox. Uh, so he ended up buying me an Xbox because I couldn't afford it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. So. Yeah, so when D2 was released, that's how I got it It again, because my friend had bought me the Xbox, and yeah, still still love that. Yeah, so I got D2. I freaking loved it. I loved the Red War missions. They were fantastic. Um, still miss them. <laughs> yeah, I just, I played that game obsessively. Like, me and my friends would always do Leviathan raids. I miss those, too. They were great. Um, I never got to do... Uh, what's the one with the Cabal guy? Crown of Sorrows, that's what it is. I never got to do Crown of Sorrows. That's okay, you missed nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've heard. I still, I, I wish I could have done it at least once, but yeah. oh well. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, we just kept playing all that time. And I played up until before Season of Dawn was released. Before that was released, I was like, during the summer when I was when I was still in college, but I, I was uh, going through summer break, mm-hmm. um, I was playing Destiny like it was a full time job. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, I remember grinding out for the Segura shell. I remember and, that too. <laughs> yeah, it was pain, but I did it. <laughs> but then after that, like, in combination of fatigue from playing this game so much, and also the fact that I had to go back to school anyways, I just stop playing destiny again um and i did not play it for several months i missed out on season of dawn i missed out on shadow key i missed out on beyond light all those being released um the thing that brought me back to destiny was i i don't know where it came from but i saw a video that bife had made on presage yes yes sorry it's a running joke (laughs) (laughs) yeah his name is my name is wife. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made a he made a video on Presage or however that's pronounced. Um mm-hmm. and I wasn't I wasn't even subscribed to him at the time, so I don't know how I saw it, but I ended up watching it and like I loved it again because like um it made me it reminded me of the like the flood levels and the in halo like all the spooky stuff it was i loved it i love seeing i love seeing spooky stuff in destiny like mm-hmm. like i constantly miss the haunted forest i loved that stuff that's, that's my jam <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i started watching those videos and like seeing like what the story was unfolding as it, seeing what the story was as it was unfolding um and i i didn't i still wasn't playing it i was just watching those videos but i um was talking to my friends and they were playing it and they were talking about it and like so at the very end of i think it's season of the chosen that was called um that's when i joined back on destiny again and like i even bought the season pass just so i could get dead man's tail because i freaking love those guns those Mm -hmm. rifles they look really fucking cool like the lever action ones or whatever yeah also do i i didn't mean to curse (laughs) um sorry you're good it's we're not a clean podcast necessarily so. okay good to know. 
Yeah, Scotty is the mouth of a sailor sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I got the season pass, finished, like, uh, I started doing uh, Presage. Love that mission. Miss that every day. Um, And then I just I just kept playing. And then, like, eventually, at some point, they announced Switch Queen and played that, like, did Vow, all that, all that jazz. And at some point, I started applying to a bunch of like destiny signs because i wasn't drawing a lot before then um just kind of doing random stuff drawing random stuff um and so i started applying to a lot of designs and i got into one called uh paracausality destiny tarot design and like joining yeah. that design, joining that one really like solidified my love of destiny because like I met so many freaking cool people and made so many friends from that. Um, like we, we just constantly hang out and draw and yeah, they've been so supportive of me and just encouraging. And I, I try to do the same back and mm -hmm. I don't know. There's, I know there's a lot of bad stuff in the destiny community, but there's also a lot of, there's so many good people. And like these, these are people who have gotten me through tough times and stuff. And I'm just I'm so grateful for it and like I I've I just have such a long history with this game like all all everything together it's, it's just maybe really I just love destiny a lot yeah it's, it's done so much for my life and it's also the reason that I wanted to become a, a like Bungie games in general are a reason I wanted to become a game developer um and like I when I went to college I went to college for game design um which is I I feel silly saying I got a degree in video games, but I that's basically what I did. Hey, I'm I'm a film major. The same difference. <laughs> yeah. I won't make fun of you. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I went to school for game design and um and this it's a tough industry to get into. Like I honestly did not think I would get in like become a game developer, mm -hmm. but I ended up getting hired by Bethesda and so now I I work on games and it's it's amazing and I love my job and even though it's got some bad parts like being a game developer is both a blessing and a curse <laughs> but I love it and like I just have destiny to thank for that I I believe that's awesome that's awesome yeah. so that's cool. when you when you were doing art and stuff so once you joined that like community of like fellow artists that kind of solidified your desire to keep making like destiny specific art yes cool cool that's awesome i saw the the tarot card thing that was pretty neat those, yes. are, those are pretty cool yes and i would also i would also like to mention that they they have prints for sale go buy them <laughs> <laughs> buy the cards as prints and they're great I, I love everybody in this. yeah yes i love everybody in this server like it's great <laughs> that's cool that's cool why why do you um in a few sentences why do you love drawing that's such a vague question. <laughs> it is kind of a vague question. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just great to be able to imagine something and then put it onto paper. Like, yeah, I get that. It's like an exercise of your creative force. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite piece that you've made? Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> My personal like favorite is oh, is Rolk. I like I like your Rolk piece that you made semi recently. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's my personal favorite. I think that's super cool. Thank you. I mm -hmm. I will say I like 
the witness piece that I did recently is kind of my favorite, not because of how it looks, but like I spent a lot of time on that. Um, I made it like I think in August or something, and like I, I mean, I started it in August. I yet I um wasn't sure how to continue with it. It was giving me a lot of trouble. Um, and at some point, like when I started working on it again and like trying to sketch it out, like I thought this sucks. This is ugly. I'm gonna not. I, I don't want to make this anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to ditch it. But like the people in the tarot card server kept encouraging me to go, to keep going with it. <laughs> and so I did. And like, I just kept like adding on to it and trying to improve it. Like I ended up, I drew some line art, but I didn't like it. So I just ended up restarting it, which everybody was like, don't do that. You don't need to do that. <laughs> but it was like, I, but like at that point, I had a, I finally had a vision for how I wanted it to look. So it was like I have to do this, <laughs> and like I would just spend all this time working on it while we were in voice calls in the tarot card server, um, and just being able to have both the feedback that I needed to make it look better, and also have the encouragement I needed to keep going with it. Like that was amazing. I like I didn't get that with any of the other pieces I've done. That's awesome. So. Yeah, so I I think that is my favorite just for like all the stuff that happened before that before it was actually yeah. the experience behind it and the like the memories behind it, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yeah, I learned I learned so much from doing that piece too because I tried something new with like the line art and the painting color and mm -hmm. it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Do uh, I have a kind of a weird question. As a non-artist, I feel like a lot of the artists tend to do this. They'll like like you said, they'll just like scrap what they're working on and like start from scratch. And yeah. I could never do that because I would have like sacrificed so much like time and effort that I just put into that. What compels you guys to like start anew? I couldn't do that personally. There's a lot of art that artists do that just nobody else sees. Like, oh yeah. So, I mean, like, I've got sketches upon sketches upon sketches that just. I I doodled for either for myself or to improve or whatever um, that nobody sees. So I feel like it's the same with like full, like not full illustrations, but like bigger stuff, like starting an illustration and then just giving up and moving on. Sometimes things just, it, you're either doing it for yourself. So it doesn't matter anyways, or like it just, it's not working. So you want to move on and not waste too much time on it. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. So, Rob, if you want to take this question, you wrote, uh, what inspired yeah. you to do certain work? Yeah, so, so I, I think you've kind of answered some of this, but, like, there's, specifically, there's a, something you posted on August 16th of, like, the ribbon, I'm going to butcher this, the scrunklies, <laughs> where it's, like, the, <laughs> that, that goofy, like, wet cat, and then you kind of imitated it with, with ribbon. Yes. Uh, so, like, I, I've noticed that your, your art sort of spans a pretty, like, wide gamut, like, you obviously you've got things like the the witness or rolk that are like like beautifully detailed stuff and then you also have like which i i would also argue that this this riven scrunklies is also like gorgeous um but it's like the kind of like the style is is you know kind of different than than some of those more i would say like elaborate ones and i think they're all equally important and wonderful but like what kind of like inspires you sometimes like would you like i'm assuming you saw the meme and then kind of like just kind of went with it and 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 did like this kind of silly ribbon thing but like is that 
like is that kind of sometimes what inspires you or do you sometimes set out to have these kind of more elaborate like very full pieces or is it like you said sometimes like you just you start with art and then no one ever sees it because you're just not happy with how it turns out and like like kind of what's your what's your motivation i guess i don't know that's a very loaded question as well but like when you when you see certain things does that does that inspire you to say hey i can make some destiny art out of this or or art in another kind of category um like what what's the yeah i guess what's the driving motivation for for some of this art because i think it's i think it's all fantastic and it's it's just kind of neat to see like what goes on in your brain and how you you sometimes will turn something into one style of art and then something into something completely different um i know i know maybe that's like a weird question to ask but uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, like what's what's your motivation in life? <laughs> um, a, a lot of my motivation for stuff like Skunkly Ribbon is just shit post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I just i I've done this for years. I love taking characters and just inserting them into memes and shit posts. I think okay. it's hilarious. It's literally just just for the laughs. Um, just for, just for fun, yeah. Yeah, like I can't I, like illustrations. One, they take a long time. Um, so I, yeah, they take a long time. So um, I don't always want to work on them. <laughs> right. So in between illustrations, I'll like doodle silly stuff like scrunkly ribbon. Okay. Just for the fun of it. Um, Break from the then, main project. Yes. Yeah, okay. Exactly. That makes sense. Okay. Love it. That was, cool. that. that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Just like, cause I, 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 appreciate both of those those kind of styles of art again the very elaborate like full pieces but then like i my so my dad was an art teacher and so i i always appreciate art to to a a, a very like severe level i'd say like i have an eye for it uh, and i i am no shy person of of dueling and doing art myself but i am always in awe of like the elaborate pieces like the the rolk or the disciple one that you've done recently um but then I also really love, like, I call this sometimes like kind of like cocktail napkin doodles. Like, I love this kind of just off the cuff stuff. But knowing that it's like, how do you break up stuff? And and also your your way of entertaining yourself with shit posts makes me very happy. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, though, like the Riven one is like still like it, it looks like there's a lot of effort went into that. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, absolutely. Yeah. It's still like pretty detailed for a shit post. Oh. But it's, it, but it, like when I saw it, I just started laughing because like I've been kind of going through your art just to to kind of familiarize myself with what you what you do. Then yeah, when I see these like again super elaborate pieces, and then I saw this, I'm like, this is amazing. Like you got to like draw attention to both things because they're 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 all it's all wonderful. So thank you. <laughs> Did you see the popsicles? Yes, the popsicles are cool too. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, a I like lot how of they're all melty. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of the another thing is uh, um a lot of these that I these shit posts that I've been making recently they uh they just like pop out out of nowhere in conversations with people I have in the tarot card server. So okay. like That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> like we'll just be talking about random stuff or memes or whatever and like ideas will will just pop up or like someone will send a meme and I'll be like, "Oh, I got to draw that." <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's really cool. Yeah. So friends are also an inspiration for those. That makes sense. All right, Rob, take it away. 
All right. Time for the fun questions. You know, we got to we got to grill you about your actual uh, destiny nerdy, <laughs> which you you have. So your your story is is wonderful, and it. I think one of the cool things is someone like you, where you know, I, I think all of us have kind of a a, a very rich history with Halo. Um, so it's nice to to kind of get that from another person because you know some some folks like Destiny is their kind of first foray into Bungie, and then I'd say there's kind of the old school folks who've like. Yeah, like at some point they played CE Marathon. over at like a cousin's house, and then like that that changed their life, you know. And so it's that's it's how it starts. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how the seed gets planted. Uh, and so to to kind of hear that throughput of like, yeah, Halo Two like changed your life, and then Halo Three was like, you know, what it can't get better than this. And then and then everyone's everyone's got kind of a a, a potentially you know complicated history with D One. Um, and so, and then to kind of hear you took a break and then came back to D2 and, and all of that, like, that's all fantastic and awesome. Uh, so you answered the question of like, you know, how long have you been playing, which is basically from day one, just at, at different times. Yes. Uh, I think the most important question that we have to know is, are you a hunter, warlock, or titan main, and why? This will determine whether... Yeah, yeah. Just, just, so you know, this, this, just so you right know, now. this is one of the questions where, where there are actually wrong answers. Just... <laughs> 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 I am a warlock main. Yes. Right on. Okay. Oh, yeah. you've pleased the yeah. general majority. Yes. Not me though. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh and then uh what's your favorite raid and why? Bow. <laughs> why? Um Rolk. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's that's a great answer for actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you... for real though, like well. Val was the first raid I've done. I did uh, when I came back to Destiny. So okay. it, it was also the first raid where I've done day one. I've never done oh. day one for any other raids except. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I did day one for King's Fall, but we never even beat that. But yeah, like Val was Val. Everything about Val was just fantastic. Like it was my first D one raid or day one raid. I meant to say, <laughs> um, it was like. Like we like we got a whole new brand spanking new character who like wasn't one of the established uh, species alien species and like mm -hmm. I I thought that was amazing um and like it, it's it's in a it's in a giant pyramid and there's a giant worm there like the whole aesthetic of the raid is just amazing to me um and like. This is gonna sound silly, but like I would live there. I would live in the in the pyramid. It's great. <laughs> I love that. I love. I love the spooky vibes. I love. I love everything about it. It's just fantastic. Great. That's cool. That's a that's a perfectly acceptable answer. And yeah, I'm still processing the fact that you live there. I'm trying to picture myself <laughs> I, living. In I don't know. Pyramid. I don't know how how that would work, but <laughs> I'm sure you can make a bed somewhere. I mean, it's kind of like to me the the. It feels like an exhibition or like a museum. Yes. Uh, so I I could see that. That's 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 fair. I like one of it. the one of the encounters literally is called an exhibition. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that we used to do all the <laughs> all the different relics. So yes, you're correct. The real uh, question is if you'd be a nighttime security guard for the Vow Museum. Night at night at the Vow Museum. Yeah. <laughs> be kind of fun to make a video short of that. Uh, I guess then kind of a follow up question since you you said you're warlock main. Uh, now that now that we've had all of the kind of revamped subclasses, what's your what's your favorite like subclass? What do you what do you like to play as a warlock? Uh, since I started D two and 
even up until now, I've always been a Void main. Okay. I freaking love the Nova Bomb. I just love chucking a giant ball of death at enemies. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Wait, Rob, what, what do you main? I think I'm also kind of a Void Lock myself. Like, I, when, when Void 3.0 came out, uh, I have not really taken nothing manacles off Ooh. since then. That's, and it breaks my heart because uh, I'm I'm convinced that nothing manacles is bugged because I have not gotten a roll above like sixty on every 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 pair of nothing manacles that I've had drop has not been above sixty for like the base roll. Uh, so I'm convinced they're bugged, and everyone in everyone in my clan has like terrible like 57 59 so i think they're broken but they're still my favorite exotic uh and they were my favorite exotic in d1 as well i love the 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 scatter nades and having the double charge and i think they're just like awesome so yeah i i'm a void lock myself so i i respect that answer yeah what's your favorite destiny expansion Ooh, witch queen hands down <laughs> oh really fair yeah. enough yeah it's it's important to me because it is, I mean, it's part of the reason I got, I was able to get into the tarot card server. Um, mm -hmm. Well, not, uh, let me start that over. <laughs> Sorry. It was um, that era. Yeah. Like, it just, like, Witch Queen just introduced so many new things. Um, that, like, just like Vow, like, um, we got new stuff like the Lucent Hive, which I've never seen before. And, uh, I don't know. Like I, I did the uh, Witch Queen campaign with my friend Sam, and at that time we hadn't been playing games a lot. I think, um, so I don't know. It, it was just a blast to be able to go through the story with him and like, like see something new. Because before that we were just going through the Halo campaigns again, but we've mm -hmm. both done that like a billion times. Um, so it was kind of just the same old, same old, but finally got to do something new with witch queen and i i love that because we we had never really played the other uh expansions together although i i think we did go through shadow keep and beyond light um but i but that was after the fact like it wasn't when it had dropped and it was brand spanking new like for him yeah. he had already done them because i had i hadn't played them at the time but he had done them so he was just carrying me through it but i don't know yeah. there's just there's just just like so much was going on for me during the witch queen stuff and it just ended up becoming really important for me it like i don't know it, um it's part of what encouraged me to join the zine the tarot card zine because like the art for it is beautiful and it was motivating me to draw more like i want to be able to make cool stuff like that and so just in an effort to draw more because I wasn't drawing very much at the time. I ended up joining all these lines and, you know, like I already said with the tarot card stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it's got some like, you know, emotional meaning. Yes. Exactly. Connection for you. Very yes, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So should we talk about uh, destiny in general? Yeah. Right now. All right. So yeah. uh, how you been enjoying a uh, season of the pirate? What is it called? Plunder. Plunder. <laughs> Season of the Pirate. <laughs> I um I haven't been playing too much of it. I only 
recently started like going through the story stuff. Um, I kind I think I'm kind of just taking a mini break from Destiny because like we've had all these other great seasons, like season of the haunted. I freaking loved. I again, I love the spooky stuff. So fair enough. That was right up my alley. Um. And the pirate yeah, stuff. I was, was going to ask about that when <laughs> yeah. you mentioned the spooky stuff. Yes, the pirate stuff is great. Um, but I haven't been too invested just because I, I need like a break before all the, all the um, what's it called, lightfall. I need I need a break before all the lightfall stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just sense. really chill chill about it. Not not really paying attention to the story, but I still play. Uh, I've still been going through that. So sure. It's a good time to take a break, I feel like. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, Not necessarily is. in a bad way, just like, it's a good time to take a break. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, what about you guys, Robs? The two Robs? Well, we, I mean, we talked about this a little bit, well, like a couple weeks ago, talking about our thoughts of Season of the Plunder. Um, as it turns out, the whole... Yeah, I mean, as it turns out, the main punchline where, you know, we're trying to find parts of Nezarak and put them back together or not put them back together, even though we're putting them in vials right next to each other. Spoilers, by the way, if you're not caught up on this season. Uh, but, like, that's kind of cool. There's definitely some cool reveal. Like, we knew there was going to be some kind of big reveal, and it's like, yeah, his, his, uh, Mithrax's mom went into the pyramid and found the corpse of Nezerak and cut him apart, which is kind of creepy, and then, you know, was like, Mithrax is wearing his finger around his neck and, like, I gave dark powers and all that. Like that's kind of cool and creepy. Uh, again, I'm, I don't romanticize pirates and stuff, so it's like, yeah, it's kind of cool. The the weapons are kind of an interesting design, but like in general, I'm not a huge like. It's a it's a, it's a filler season. That's very apparent. Um, and I think if King's Fall wasn't out right now, I probably would be a little more disconnected. But I really really like King's Fall. Um, and the 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 things that they've done to kind of fix the weapons from D one have really kept me uh, engaged this season, but it's mainly because of King's Fall. Yeah, raids usually keep people invested. It makes sense. Exactly, and I th- I think it was like this was the right season to have it come out for sure. Yeah, for sure. Balances out the not much yeah. else going on. It's 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 not a bad season. It's just. Like, like, like you pointed out, right? like the, the previous season with having kind of the haunted spooky, the going back to the, the, uh, the Leviathan, but it's like haunted is so cool, yes. uh, that it's like, it's like kind of a stark contrast coming to this where it's kind of goofy, silly, like, ah, oh, we're pirates, our matey, like they just, it, you know, it's hard to get as into when we had such like a strong emotional kind of gut wrenching season, you know, last last season so it's like it's not bad it's just you know it's a filler season so yeah sometimes you need those (laughs) yeah exactly i mean breaks are healthy yes yeah robbie what about you has your opinion changed at all since last time we discussed this no i think um i mean i'm completely in agreement with rob on this one It, it does feel like like filler in a way and maybe they tried to do like a bit of a of a palate cleanser from all the you know darker narrative yeah. and all, all of that, which you know is, is fine and you know it's fair. I also don't like you know pirates that much, so maybe that's another reason why I, I just don't get into it that much. But I feel like for me, at least, the one thing that has kept me from like playing, and actually, I feel like it's a good thing, 
I, and I don't know it sounds bad, but like they made something to stop me from playing as much is like the amount of red borders needed and all that stuff. It has made me realize like, yeah, I probably don't need that weapon. And so yeah. I, I just like stopped chasing them because before, you know, maybe chase a roll and then after, okay, chase the red borders. But like now is is literally like, it's just too much. And it is too much. you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess it, it lost the appeal for me a little bit with in this season specifically. So. That's fair. I'm with yeah. you. It's just it, there's too many. Like I don't care enough to get that many red borders. Yeah, there's just too many steps. I think. I think, and this is kind of a problem with the season. I think there's like, oh, if there's a particular weapon, like you really like the tarnished metal, then you can kind of target those red borders and craft that weapon because you really like the way it feels or something. They've kind of taken the targeting out of it. Although with the the patch that's coming out, they're going to add it. But like, I think that that to me feels like kind of what the intention of red borders are is like if there's a particular weapon that you really like and you want the best form possible then you go after red borders of that so you can eventually craft it and if it's like well i don't really care about the the shotgun or i don't really care about the the heavy machine gun then you don't you don't craft it and you know it's it's fine you move on but i think i think that's kind of what crafting should be all along is like if there's that particular weapon that really kind of calls out to you like do you like the way it feels or shoots or the reload animation is awesome to you, like whatever it is, like then you can kind of target that. So it's, I, I agree. It's like, you probably shouldn't yeah. have to craft every single one of them. It's just the one that you want. But I guess it's just like, we have been so, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, how, I, I don't know the right word, but we have been, let's say educated to believe that like you have to have it because you, you don't know next season or the season after, you know, that weapon will be like, the most amazing thing and now you missed out and uh and and yeah i don't know i feel i mean that's a big part of the game honestly you know like acquiring things in the end it's a shooter uh that is a looter shooter so we're all trying to get loot out of it and and fill out bolts with like nice shiny things but yeah i don't know it's it's definitely more time consuming than it should be and for some reason or another i just don't find uh seasonal uh, activities as appealing sure sure well bryce thank you for coming on and chatting i believe that is all we have for you today but thank you i appreciate it um thank you robbie and thank yeah, you thank rob you, for coming you. on and chatting with me as usual and without further ado we will see you guys next episode ciao Put this voice recording away and go on with your life, because you and I both know you'd have me yapping in your ear for the rest of your days. Want to further the discussion? Get in touch with us at any of our Twitter handles, all of which can be found at our podcast description.